Oh yeah, but so I was I was watching this, and as I do with every movie, I like start halfway through. I'm like, okay, what's my letterbox review gonna say? Yeah. And so I I settled on something. It was like, I'm having the worst September 11th anyone has ever had because <laughs> that's what <laughs> I was watching this on 9/11. And then I opened up letterbox, and then first review is like, I watched Book of Henry on September 11th, and I'm like, why is this a theme? How many people have gone through this exact same experience? How many people are like, this is what I need today? <laughs> it was like, so that was, that was my 9-11, was not being able to make a 9-11 joke on the Book of Henry letterbox. Because it's already been done. <laughs> By the Gabe Gundacker. Yeah, shout out to him. I did not realize I was following in your footsteps. Oh my god, so yeah, so we are restructuring all of Spook of Ember around lesbian vampire killers. <laughs> <laughs> this changed everything in my plans. I I have so many questions. Because it's James Corden, and I don't remember the second person. Yeah, me neither. I don't think that matters. But, so they're specifically killing lesbian I vampires? <laughs> I'm so excited to watch it. Because they can't. Because when you you hear the the title, Lesbian Vampire Killers, you're like, oh, they're vampire killers and they're lesbians. No. No. But it can't be when it stars James Corden. No. (laughs) Unless he is playing a lesbian. (laughs) Which is also problematic. It's just going to be hate crime after hate crime. And I literally cannot wait to watch it. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> should that be the first one? I think it, maybe it should be our new Ma. Or the la- or do we like build up to it? <laughs> we might have to revisit it every year like Ma. <laughs> <laughs> some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're going to talk about them on one star. Hello, Little Dippers, and welcome to another episode of One Star, a bad movie podcast where we talk about bad movies with one-ish celebrities in them. I'm Lauren. And I make out with children, but only when they're dying. (laughs) Quinn. Um, Today we were talking, if that wasn't clear from the intro, (laughs) um, we were talking about Book of Henry, um, a movie that I had not heard of. I'm sorry, hold on. It's the Book of Henry. Sorry, sorry, Thank you very much. In my notes, I just wrote Book of Henry. (laughs) The book. The the titular Book of Henry. Um, Which I literally had not heard of until you suggested it. I was listening to Blank Check Podcast. Mm -hmm. Shout out to y'all. And they did an episode on it where they were literally like, we normally don't do... Because the whole concept, if you're unfamiliar, is they, like, go through a director's entire filmography. And they hadn't done... What's this guy's name? Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. Like, Trevor, but also Tomorrow in the same word. It's very strange. But they hadn't done him. But they were like, we saw this movie and we just had... We had to cover it. Because it's that insane. And they they were right, too. (laughs) They didn't even do any of his other movies. Nope, just the Book of Henry. And speaking of this director, did, I don't. Did you know that um, when Disney first slated the most recent Star Wars trilogy, that 
this director was supposed to direct the last one. I did find that out, and then. <laughs> but then this this movie happened, and they quite literally it was because of this movie that they were like, no. <laughs> I think that's unverified, but all we can say is before this movie came out, he was directing Star Wars, and after this movie came out, he, he was, was let go. <laughs> So that's the kind of thing we're dealing that's, with. That's verified enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> but how was your viewing experience? Obviously mine. My 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine was good. I watched it on nine twelve. <laughs> not as <clears throat> Not as noteworthy. Um, <laughs> but I had never heard of this movie before and just two like funny things to say about that is like one I had, I knew absolutely nothing about the movie mm -hmm. um, but two I like was trying to I was just talking about this podcast with one of my friends who and she asked what we were doing next and I said oh it's I don't really know what it is I just know that Jacob Tremblay's in it <laughs> And she went, oh, is it Book of Henry? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, it actually, yes, it is. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> um, which is just hilarious that she was like, oh, that must be it. <laughs> and then when I told Tyler, my brother, all he did was just like laugh really hard. And I was like, I don't, I guess it was a good choice then. I literally knew nothing about it. Have and he was like, it? don't. He had seen enough of it. He, like, knew <laughs> what he knew about it. So he was like, don't look anything up. I was like, okay, well, so. How was that? Because I, I would absolutely have loved to see this with no context. Because obviously I'd heard the podcast about it before watching it. So what's, like, that experience like? Because I would love to know. I I did enjoy the experience of not knowing especially the big thing that happens halfway through <laughs> did you not see the death coming at all um no i didn't <laughs> and it made me feel bad that i texted quinn when i was early on in the movie i hate henry <laughs> no because henry sucks henry does henry still sucks and i stand by that opinion <laughs> um but i was not I wasn't expecting that because it kind of came fully out of nowhere. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I I did enjoy not knowing because. Well, also there's like a moment where like when he's in, the hospital, not knowing anything about it, I was like he must, pull through. This is the book of Henry. <laughs> um, and then he just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was very, very surprised at that. Um, For as many insane things that happen in this movie, it's also, like, very simple in the fact that, like, pretty much nothing happens. Like, mm -mm. to the point where the main, the climax of the movie is the main character deciding to not do anything. <laughs> the climax yeah. is inaction. <laughs> it builds up to, it. it literally builds up to nothing. Um, which I, I, by, which I'm not against because that was absolutely the right choice was to not do anything because it would have been insane. I mean, it was insane already that she got to the point to choose, but 
it would have been just 20 times worse. And I have, I have just in general a lot of questions about his, his book. Let's dig <laughs> in. Chichiller book. Um, I do want to say Jacob Tremblay is in this. And what pissed me off about that. Who's our one star? We. He is our one star. We here at One Star Podcast worship the ground that child walks on. Which, that's what made me upset with him. Mm-hmm. Because he is so good at acting that that little boy had me tearing up at the movie <laughs> The Book of Henry. <laughs> and that made me so mad. I had to retake. <laughs> The photo I sent you of me watching it because I had a tear in my eye and I was embarrassed. <laughs> and honestly, you should be embarrassed. That's embarrassing. I, it's literally, I was like, he was literally, I, when he was actually dying, dry, dry yeah, eyes. nothing. <laughs> but it's Jacob Tremblay. I was like, that boy, I don't like to see him hurt. <laughs> He's upset. things happening to him. <laughs> God, you should not watch Doctor Sleep. Then. That's all I'll say to you. I was about to talk about that. <laughs> Actually, I have not seen it, and I can never. <laughs> you, you. I mean, it's it's only like one scene, but like you would not handle it well. <laughs> Do you know the story about about that though? Oh, that like how you like the cast had to be like, whoa, did we cross the line? And he just pops yeah. up and he's like, you know what's going on, guys? So, um, yeah, so. I'll just explain that a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, <laughs> I did a horrible job. <laughs> Jacob Tremblay is in the movie Doctor Sleep, which in it's a response sequel to The Shining. Yeah, great. <laughs> I haven't seen The Shining either. You're doing um, amazing. And in that, the um, antagonists need to kill children and breathe their pain and suffering, their soul. It, it's like no, there's like some people in this world who like are magic. So it's like their magic essence. Yeah. That they like so, have to, but the only way to release it is through torture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they kidnap Jacob Tremblay and are torturing him. And um, on like the behind the scenes footage and stuff like that, the director was talking about how um, the people who are about to do the torturing were like really amped up. They're like, hell yeah, we're, like, we're going to be evil and we're going to torture this kid, like getting all amped up. And then. As they were rolling, they all had to step away, (laughs) and they had to take a break because Jacob's performance was, like, too good that they were, like, they couldn't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they affected him where they were, like, they were so, I don't want to use the word shook, but they were shook. Yeah. They were, like, oh my god, are we hurting him? They were so disturbed at his, like acting like he is truly being tortured that they literally like had to step away and take a break and he was like okay good job guys <laughs> <laughs> like they would cut and he was like great job everybody <laughs> i love that kid and then after i watched that clip i had to go and watch his billy on the street video calm down still <laughs> so cute he's like he's like jacob there's another child Okay. He doesn't have a Critics' Choice Award. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's not cool. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> he's so sweet. I, we love him. Just a, a little boy. <laughs> yeah. Great actor. Already, he's what? 
10 and he's already been robbed of an Oscar name, like, somebody else is doing it like him. <laughs> There's no one. No one. So, um... So. He's... I, I can't even... I know he got to you. His performance was powerful enough. I still cannot call it good. <laughs> I mean, it's Jacob Tremblay. It's, 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 he's delivering, but it's like the role... It's a point where, like, even the best actor... If there, there's no meat in the role, there's not much to work with. It's just like an annoying little kid who's dumb, but like isn't dumb. That's, yeah. His character wasn't developed enough for Jacob to make a difference. Yeah. Because he wasn't, he wasn't given anything to work off of. Not a thing. He, he um, just had his one, my brother's dead scene. Which, that's what got me. Nailed it. But then he's like... All these love to do is like be six years old, you know. And there was a couple of missed opportunities, I thought, with um, callbacks that they did, but like, I didn't think were all the way. Mm-hmm. That did not make any. Sense. No, it didn't. So it opens. <laughs> we'll just dive right in. Oh, well, I have I have a lot to say about this opening scene. To oh, be honest, uh, I have one fact before we get into this, and it's okay. Uh, um, guess when this film was written? I did see that. Oh, you did see it. Okay, this, I don't remember exactly when it was. This film has been passed around Hollywood since 1998. It is a <laughs> year younger than I. That's how long <laughs> Book of Henry was ignored, and some people are like, "Eh, maybe there's something here." But nobody did it because it shouldn't be done. Because obviously... <laughs> it's obviously not a good idea. But, <laughs> and so Colin Trevorrow, who did... What was his first movie? I don't know. I like, don't what got him that. Jurassic World? Oh, Safety Not Guaranteed, which mm. is like a time travel movie. Yeah, and I have seen that, and I did like it. And so that I got think. him Jurassic World. And so, in essence, he, like, between Jurassic World and the next Jurassic, whatever. He was like, he had the world at his fingertips, you know? He could literally have made any movie he wanted. And any of them. Somehow, somehow, this is the one he chooses. I That's baffling all on its own. Like, how do you, you literally could do anything you want, and how do you end up with Book of Henry? I don't get it. And I, on the same, t- like, coin... Jacob Tremblay, I feel like, this was at the beginning of his career. Kind of. I think he had already done Room. Let's find out. I want to say Room was 2015, and this was 2017. Yeah, he had done Room. He had done Before I Wake, which is this fun little horror movie he's in. So, you know, he's around. Jacob Tremblay now could turn down this role. Mm Mm-hmm. He could have turned down the role. You know, He's Jacob still... Tremblay, I understand you were 11, but why aren't you picking better roles? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now he could just be like, um, no, I'm, I think, no, I still don't think he thinks that way. I was going to say now he could be like, no, I'm too good for this role, but I don't think he has, he's so sweet. I don't think he has that mindset. <laughs> he doesn't have the ego for it. No. And that's why we get him in this kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. It, we love 
that about you, Jacob, but we're going to need a no man in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Never change, um, but just find a better manager. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the opening scene is like a book report, but like, I don't really understand the assignment, if I'm being honest. Like a book (laughs) report, but like what your dream job is? That not even that's not even what it was. It was she asked eleven year olds to go up and give a presentation on what legacy they want to live. They want to <laughs> leave the earth. That's such a stupid job. Can and you also, imagine being eleven and your your teacher being like, You're gonna die one day? <laughs> what legacy do you want to leave? Here's a good question. What fucking age is Henry? Because him Jane Martell and Maddie Ziegler are like preteens to teenagers, like oldest, I'd say 12. But then the other kid in their class is like five years old. (laughs) (laughs) What? I want, I think I wrote that down honestly at like a couple different times because I was like, there is no way that Henry and this kid are the same fucking age. I know. And even if they are the same age, they are not in the same class. I know, even if, like, Henry is super smart, whatever class this is, that kid is way too fucking stupid to be in it. And, like, he just talked about, didn't he talk about, like, wanting to be, like, an Olympic... No, he he literally was, no. like, doing, like, the baby list where he was like, I want to play kickball. That, it was dodgeball. Dodgeball. He wanted to be a dodgeball. Olympic dodgeball player. Mm-hmm. And then Henry was like, "You stupid and idiot!" Then, and, Henry, and then our first introduction to the hero of Henry this movie, is eleven. The title character that kid, that other kid is not eleven years old. He is that not, kid is seven. That is a that is a six year old. That kid is in kindergarten. <laughs> but that Henry, kid is like older than Jacob Drum, or is like younger than Jacob. He Trumpley. genuinely could be. But so this is how what's baffling. This is how they introduce us to the main character, the title character of the movie. They're like, how do, how should the audience get to know him? How about dunking on a kid for liking <laughs> dodgeball? dodgeball? <laughs> I almost said I was I was gonna say dunking on a kid for liking Dunkin' Donuts because I, <laughs> I literally that's when I wrote down, "Wow, I hate Henry already." He's such a dick. <laughs> This child, this infant, is just like, I want to play dodgeball, which is, like, good for this kid. You have a passion. And Henry's like, dodgeball's not even in, in the Olympics, you fucking stupid it's like, idiot. this kid hasn't been alive for a Summer Olympics yet. <laughs> He's four years old. They just started. And, one, th- I have problems with the teacher. One, what, I mean... That little kid, that seven-year-old, should not be talking about his legacy. He doesn't even know what legacy <laughs> means, let alone eleven-year-olds. I still think I have an eleven-year-old cousin, and if she was like talking about what legacy she wants to leave, I'd be like, "Um, okay." <laughs> you know who I blame? Lin Manuel Miranda, because of Hamilton. It's all okay. Like, What's my legacy? But this was before he Hamilton. <laughs> but also, when. Once the six-year-old finishes his dodgeball presentation and he leaves, the teacher, and I quote, says, a little basic, but okay. (laughs) Why is she so mean? (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was like, whoa! It's like, this is preschool. <laughs> what the we, we literally opened this movie with a kid and a baby lisp pretending like he's 12 years old. I know. <laughs> twice his age, talking about being wanting to be a dodgeball Olympian, Olympian, and then immediately after, our main protagonist is like, "You're fucking stupid," and his teacher is like, like "Yeah, yeah, like wow, that's pretty basic." <laughs> Henry, can you come dunk on this kid and give a better presentation? And we're like, "What is?" It was like the first three minutes of this movie. And by the way, Henry did not do the homework. He just made no. that up on the spot, which was not the assignment. <laughs> and was just talking about like. And even said, like, existential crisis, which I know he's supposed to be, like, a genius, but no 11-year-old knows what an existential crisis is. But he's a, he, it's young Sheldon. He, he understands. Ooh. <laughs> I, th- I, I mean that as a, I mean, calling him young Sheldon, I mean as an insult to both young Sheldon and the Book of Henry. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's the best comparison. It's like this dick-ass kid who just doesn't have social skills, apparently, and who is just horrible to be around. Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, I'm smarter than everybody else. I'm going to go trade stocks on a payphone. Like, <laughs> shut up, Henry. <laughs> what the fuck um, are you talking about? And we also have a the gag a couple different times where his mom plays video games while he does their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Where he, like, does the bills. We'll get into why I think this movie is horrible to Naomi Watts' character. Oh. Oh, I... Yes. It is. We don't have to get there now, but we will get there. Um... So... This... I don't... Is this, like, the second scene? I think it might be. The second scene is him, like, trading socks, yeah. So... This, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because <laughs> Naomi Watts puts Jacob Tremblay in the bath and tells him to name state capitals. I think it, I took that as, like, so he doesn't drown. Because <laughs> it's like, you can't hear the capitals being named anymore. He's underwater. <laughs> like, also, he seems like an old enough kid if where you don't he... have to worry about drowning in the bathtub anymore. I... I just, I really want to just sit and unpack this scene real quick. (laughs) So he's like scared that there's sharks in the water because he's supposed to be a little kid. Mm -hmm. And she's like, there's no sharks. Name your capitals. So I know. I think she even says that. Like, so I know you didn't drown or get, which is like an insane thing. Again, why are we still talking? Why are we talking about death so much with these? A little children. <laughs> um, and then he, she goes downstairs and she, like, plays video games while Henry, like, does the taxes and stock trading and does the bills. Um, and he's judging his mom. And meanwhile, they're having, like, this scene where you just hear Jacob Tremblay yelling state capitals from upstairs. Which, one, if you wanted to make sure he doesn't drown, if he's that young... You should probably be upstairs. No, but he's definitely old enough to bathe on his own. Is what's so he's absolutely old enough to bathe on his own. <laughs> so then I was like, is it just to for him to be smart like Henry? But I thought he like at some parts it seems like oh he's like dumb, 
But then he, and when Henry dies, he like starts like talking about like I know all this stuff. Duh, duh, duh. I'm like, are you the dumb brother? Or are you also genius? Well, it became no longer um, applicable to the plot for him to be dumb at that point. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you you got it there. That's all. <laughs> That's it. So I just wanted to talk about that. We don't have to... We can move on. But that scene made me so mad. Because I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? No, because here's what's baffling, though. Is, like, you can tell Henry sitting there is like, come on, you dumb bitch. Because I'm assuming Henry is a little misogynist. It's it's a fair assumption. Absolutely. But he's like, come do these taxes. But you know, if she was doing the taxes, he'd be like, you fucking idiot. This isn't how you do taxes. Like, if she, if he's happy and willing to do taxes, which he clearly is, why can't she play video games? Why is the movie judging her for playing video games? Let this woman relax. She's got the worst son you could ever ask for. <laughs> she has a nightmare of a child. Exactly. And it's like a waitress at a diner. I think she's allowed to play video games. I mean... Should it be while she's worried about her son drowning? No. Yeah, th- that's really should she the be worried about? Should she be worried about her son drowning? Also, no. <laughs> so, if anything, and it seems like that's something that they do every time Jacob Tremley has to take a bath. It does, yeah. Or like, so it's not even like he's judging his mom for doing that while he's in the bath. It's because she's Which not at doing first taxes. I had thought that. No, it's just because he's doing the taxes, which he is taken upon himself to be in charge of. Yeah. <sighs> Two strings against Henry. And, and there, there's like the other thing where it's like they have their fun little phrase. It's like, "Why do we need a new car? The old car is fine." It's like, why does this come up so much? It's a big car. They have a huge house. It's a big car. And I understand that, like, Henry's doing the trading now, but there's no way they got all the stuff off the waitress salary before he was able to do this stuff. Where's the money coming from? I'm assuming the house was from the father. Oh. Did they ever address what happened to him? I forget. Nope. Nope. He's just gone. Cool. He's just gone. So I'm assuming maybe he died. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. Um... Good for him. I did. Lucky like, guy. <laughs> I'm just going to make a bad joke. Like, he's hung out with Henry too much. He's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Henry shows up in hell and he's like, ah, oh, fucking shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now this is hell. <laughs> I was having a nice relaxing time down here. <laughs> now you're just going to judge me for playing video games in my own hell? Wow. Um... I did enjoy the bit where Jacob and Henry... (laughs) Jacob Tremblay's character is not named Jacob, but for our purposes, his name is Jacob. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we didn't talk about this, but Henry's... The kid who played Henry grew up to be in the movie It. I don't think he... He didn't, like, grow up to be in It. He just (laughs) also was in It. He's also in It. They Two came years out, they, later? No, they came out the same year, so they probably filmed around a similar time. He looked so much older in that movie, I thought. I had also not seen it. <laughs> that could be part of it. 
Because I'm scared of clowns. <laughs> Understandable. But so it sucks because I've seen clips from it and it chapter two, and it seems very funny. But I can't watch that much clown. I I get it. It was tough for me. I didn't. I weirdly didn't find them that scary, even though I'm absolutely terrified of Tim Curry as Pennywise. Scared the shit out of me as a kid. Couldn't even walk buy it in the family video dvd section the cover too too scary but i can't didn't find it that scary which was interesting i think i could do it and i would for uh bill Hader, jack dylan grazer because he's great another very talented young actor we stay we stand some of these young up-and-coming actors <clears throat> Yeah, get on board or get the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if I told you about this, you told me about this, whatever. Adam Adam Brody. I don't know why the fuck I just fully blanked I was so name. confused. I was like, my brother? What are you, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> Adam Brody was on Comedy Bang Bang. Okay. Talking about, I think, Kid Detective. <gasps> Masterpiece. Uh-huh. But as a, he is in Shazam playing Jack Dylan Grazer's older superhero self. Mm-hmm. And then he was talking about that and then how Dylan O'Brien, like, people say that Dylan O'Brien looks like a younger Adam Brody. And I'm like, if they made a movie or show, whatever, of a person at three stages of their life, and it was Jack Dylan Grazer, Dylan O'Brien, and Adam Brody, that's like my heaven. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? You need I to write that movie just so you can have it. Just so, like, please, guys, please make, just make this, please, for me. <laughs> Should I watch Shazam? Yes. Have you not seen it? No, but I'm, I just it's looked good. up Adam Brody in his little super suit, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not in it that much. I don't want to upset you. I'll be upset. No. I don't want you to have the expectation that he's going to be in the movie. It's really just really at the end. No, it's okay. I watched... Chuck was one of my favorite shows in high school, so I like Zach Levi, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's great in it. Honestly, I really do enjoy that movie. And Jack Dylan Grazer's great. Even uh, Asher? Something? I don't know. The kid who plays that kid is also good. (laughs) (laughs) You have a way with words. Where were we? Um, We were talking about... Oh, okay. So she goes to work... And we'll tell you right now, one of our many nominees for the, who, who's the Wasted Award? Who, who's oh, it named uh, after? Why am I blanking on literally everybody's name? Yeah, I don't remember who we named it no, after. I can, Alex Moffat. Oh yeah, our Alex Moffat Award for Wasted Potential. Virtually this entire cast. But one of our mm-hmm. nominees will be Bobby Moynihan as... Mm-hmm. As the boss, her, like, uh, Naomi Watts' boss. As two-line boss. Yeah. Whose, like, main concern is, like, you have a kind of a big house. 
which is like, okay, why, why are you at my home, boss? <laughs> yeah, why do you know that? <laughs> um, I also, this is before then, but there's a recurring bit where Henry and Jacob say, call the neighbor Glenn instead of Mr. whatever the last name is. And mm-hmm. I do think that that bit is funny. <laughs> Not enough to redeem the movie, but... Glenn Sickleman, a name Sickleman. that strikes fear into hearts. When you... they're just like, ugh, it's Glenn. And then she's like, <laughs> Mr. Sickleman. And they're like, oh, right. <laughs> when you hear Glenn Sickleman, you're like, I have to murder him. And like, I think my kid's gonna leave me a very elaborate book and tape to murder this guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, anything else to say? About that scene um no i think we're ready to move on it's just it's he's like why is why did they cast someone famous in this role this is not a role that you need someone famous for even sarah silverman's why yeah well lots to say about Sarah. we're not ready to talk about sarah well i'm ready (laughs) first of all why does the stylist like hate amy winehouse so much why did the costume designer want it to be like um I hate this dead woman, so let me style, like, this drunk whore after her. Yeah. But it's Sarah Silverman, so I was incapable of hating that character. Yeah. But, like, I think the point, at least Henry's supposed to hate her. Henry's supposed to hate her, and I think she is supposed to be, like, a bad influence. But again, they just, like, go out once, and it's like, oh, how, how dare she... Have and a, not even they were have at children home. and also have a life. They she didn't even leave her children alone either. I know they were downstairs. That's a and she made it home safe. Drunk. Exactly. Did nothing wrong again. See this 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 movie. I think the moral lesson is supposed to be like stop being such a. And be a good mother. I don't know what to say. It's really just kind of disturbing. And I, I did love that Sarah Silverman also hated Henry. Well, apparently not. Uh, oh. <laughs> um. So there's a scene. There's. The little child that's in Henry's class bullies Jacob Tremblay for some reason. Even though, wouldn't they be in different classes and, like, not know each other? Because the movie is trying to tell us that that kid is in Henry's grade. Well, seemingly, first of all, there's maybe 14 kids that go to this school. (laughs) It's not (laughs) a big school. (laughs) That is true. That's how they know each other. But, like, even in my... I went to really tiny schools for all of my schooling until college. And Can't even really. then, I, like, didn't really, especially in elementary school, I didn't know anybody outside my grade. Even though there were only, like, 20 people in my class, I didn't know any of the older kids. They didn't want to talk to us, so why would they bully us? They didn't, like, even like us enough to try to bully us. I I went to big schools, but the only reason why I would know older kids is, like, from my brother. Or, like, out school out-of-school activities, like Girl Scouts. (laughs) But, like, other than that, yeah, like, I didn't know anybody that wasn't in my classes. Even if they were in my grade but not in my classes, I wouldn't know who they are. 
Yeah. Um. And I don't, I don't know why. And what was the so he gets? I'm so confused as to what happens, but he is mean to Jacob Tremblay, and Jacob runs up to Henry, who's playing checkers with a lunch lady. <laughs> And is like, hey, you need to help me because he stole your medal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he wins a medal and the guy's like, well, and Henry's like, well, I don't need any medals because it's superficial and I'm smart. And validation means nothing to me. <laughs> and and but, so then the other guy stole it. But Jacob was upset about that? Well, because he gave, Henry gave the medal to Jacob Tremblay. So it's like a little brother oh. thing, I guess. And so he steals it. And then Henry, like, insults this kid again. Well, first, we we can't even go that fast. Because <laughs> first, he stands up and beats the lunch lady. Oh, yeah. And makes, like, a comment to her. I'm like, it's not impressive that you're good at checkers, I know, Henry. I know, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is not fucking impressive. I know, you would think... It would make sense for it to be chess, right? That's like it basic had, movie logic. It had logic. to have been chess. Why the fuck wasn't it chess? And he's like, oh, let me just skip over you and checkers. That's not hard to do. Checkers is easy. And if she set it up that way, she's just bad at checkers. <laughs> it's not that you're a genius. She just sucks at checkers. And also, like, it was supposed to be this moment, like, checkmate. No, it's it was checkers. checkers. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like makes the comment, be like, "See you next time, Cheryl," and like walks away. Like, why would she and play then... with him? Yeah, maybe because she's trying to learn checkers. I know, and also, you know, there's a reason he's playing chess checkers at the with the lunch lady instead of having yeah. friends. So, this is the sequence of events that happens. Jacob comes and gets Henry. I literally had to go back and be like, what the fuck just happened? Jacob Tremblay goes to Henry and is like, he stole the medal. Can you help me? I gotta get it back. And Henry was like, yes. I will come help you so that you don't get beat up by this boy that's supposed to be older than you, but is younger than you probably. (laughs) And they walk outside. And as they are walking to the boy... Henry sees their neighbor girl and just goes and talks to her instead. He's a horrible brother. How how in the hell did he get distracted that quickly? My guy is prepubescent and feeling it. <laughs> um and it, and like literally later on he's like I've apologized a million times will you ever forget cuz like Jacob Tremley gets beaten up by this kid kind of. And then later on Henry's like, will you ever forgive me? And he's like, pouting. And it was cute, because it's Jacob Tremblay. But <laughs> but he's like, pouting. And it's like, he shouldn't forgive you, because you're an asshole! I know, you did. <laughs> you literally were walking outside, knowing that your brother was probably about to get beat up by this kid if you didn't help. And I you know. were like, oh girl, <laughs> let me go talk to her. Typical, I man. can't express enough how I literally had to go back because I wait I thought he was gonna go help him how did this happen (laughs) he's just like all the other guys deep down he thinks he's special but he's not no still got that puberty (laughs) so then um 
he does like this little stupid performance where he's like oh i'm climbing a mountain just like outside his door and you would think well this surely isn't important and you'd be wrong (laughs) because it doesn't pertain to the emotional climb but it also pertains to the emotional climax of the movie which is a surprise but we'll get to that so then Henry is just kind of like looking out, staring at the neighbor girl. Out you his know, window. just creeping yeah. out on her in her bedroom window. And you know, like protagonists do. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very heroic action. And then here's the thing. Like, so it turns out her dad, her dad is abusing him, her. Um, and Henry, like, this is, this is so confusing. Henry, like, sees it happen, looks completely shocked, goes and calls the police. Which, first of all, you have an iPhone in fucking hand, just take a photo and this movie's over. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, he calls the police, the police come, he realizes, like, the head of child services is the guy's brother. This isn't quite the order that okay. it happens. But go ahead. But, but, but then he's at school. You're right. He goes to school. Sees her looking upset. <laughs> they give out free donuts. And she, like, doesn't eat hers. And that's his, that's his breaking point. Then he's like, I gotta go talk to the principal now. <laughs> and then he runs and he's like, damn it, Janice. I literally wrote that, that down because I honestly thought it was very funny. Where it's he was so like, funny. God damn it, Janice. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is what's so confusing. Is in the scene where he sees it, it seems like the visual language, it, it language indicates... This is the very first time he's finding out about this. He looks shocked. Yeah. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? But then turns he out. storms the principal's office and he's like, how many times do we have to talk about this? And I'm like, what is going on? We are making basic filmmaking mistakes in communicating the visual language of the film. This doesn't yeah. make sense. Did he know about this before or was this the first time? Because you're telling two different stories. Unless what he saw was more intense. I don't know. Or no, maybe... No, it's... There's no way. Or maybe it was the first time he, like, physically saw it. Because he was like, oh, the bruises, the whatever. But she... she the principal no, didn't it, know she saw, he saw something last night. <laughs> he doesn't bring that up. he could have just up. said that. He could have just been like, I literally saw it happen. Yeah. Or take a video or something. You had an iPhone in your hand. Anyway. No. It just took a sad dance. We'll get get there. Um, There's a scene. I think it was before that day, but it doesn't matter in the chronological order of the film. I just don't know why this happened, but um, there's a close-up of Jacob Tremblay's character. I'm saying character because Jacob would not do this. <laughs> but he's like eating and he takes like his fork out of his mouth and then he puts his fork in a glass of orange juice. That was it. It cut away. <laughs> and that was all. And it not anything that matters at all. But I was like, why the fuck did that? Why did you do that? And why did we have a close up of it? It's important. I don't know why, but it is. Anyways, just had to bring that up. Um, and it, there's a, there is a scene again showing the difference between like Henry and a normal child, 
while they're like going through the grocery store and Jacob Tremblay's character is like grabbing like sweets and stuff and putting it in the cart and then Henry's taking it out. But in what grocery store are Twinkies, Coke, and cereal in the same aisle? That <laughs> <laughs> just it doesn't make any sense. No. Unless it's a one aisle store. <laughs> Unless it's like some other kid had already put had their stuff taken out and he put just yeah. put it up there. Honestly. That's funny. But, like, he sees some woman. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> this man is, like, beating the shit out of a woman just in the middle of the grocery store. And Henry wants to dive in. And it's like, first of all, what are you going to do, Henry? You're 11. You're 11. And that's kind of his mom's point is, like, which, like, first of all, this abuse is so absurd that's happening in public. Someone would have called the police. That's number one. It's like he's like wailing on her, and it's very weird. And to like watch. slamming like the f- like freezer door of the yeah yeah. First, first of all, you just call the police, which is weird. Nobody did that. Yeah, Henry, if you're so fucking smart, just call the police. And so, but he like wants to go beat up this grown man by himself. But it's like I think it's supposed to be like the moral of the movie is like. You should intervene when things are bad, but like, meh. it's it's a it's a weak message. And, yeah, and again, like the poor treatment of Naomi Watts, it makes her seem like a fucking total bitch. <laughs> Where she's like, I know. not my business. Not I know. My business. Which is, it's like it seems totally out of character that she would just like let this person be hit in public. She's not that bad. <laughs> she's just like a little little slacking off and that's fine because she has money she doesn't need to work harder but then after that he he brings it up again with his mom and was like why didn't you do anything and she was like oh it could have gotten violent and Henry just goes violence isn't the worst thing in the world (laughs) and she goes what is it goes apathy (laughs) (laughs) and so that's where this movie it could have easily gone like Henry portrait of a serial killer. Which honestly would have been... I mean, that is a movie, but... If they just made Henry, like, some, like, vigilante psychopath, that's a movie I'm interested in. Yeah, hell yeah. That's a lot better. Um, and then I wrote down, is he looking up places to hide a body? Turns out, kinda. Yeah. So then he, (laughs) he, like... He re... So, like I said, he... I got the order wrong, but then he, like, calls child services, yeah. but child services run by the guy's brother, so that's a, that's a wash. So he's like, starts formulating his plan, and you, like, don't know what the plan is. He's at a gun store. <laughs> I literally wrote down a gun store, in all caps. <laughs> and he hears someone ask for Damien, and, like, when you ask for Damien, you get, like, the illegal guns, the good shit. The and silencers. He, he writes that down. And, like, so he's doing all this planning, and then, like, sometimes he'll wake up, and his head hurts. And you don't really think anything of it. You're like, oh, whatever. Maybe I thought it... Well, because even then, it's he's not even like, my head hurts. He'll just randomly go, oof. And hold his temple. And you're like, the fuck is happening right now? And you, I like, thought he had tinnitus, I gotta be honest. You could even think it's just, like, the mental strain of, like, knowing she's in trouble. 
Because he would like things. touch his brain, and then like we heard that that like pitch <laughs> high pitch noise. I literally was like, does he have tinnitus or, sometimes? It could be him just be like having a Jimmy Neutron brain blast. <laughs> or I was like, is this baby driver? <laughs> is this when he's thinking hard? <laughs> he's like planning. <laughs> Like, honestly, that's all you think it is. Like, again, as someone who has no fucking idea where this movie's going at this point, I didn't understand that that was supposed to be a signal that he was, like, had a brain tumor. <laughs> Not at all. It was just like, oh, weird. Yeah. So, but then one night, he just, like, starts seizing, having a little seizure. And it's like, first of all, Henry, if you're so fucking smart, you wouldn't just, like, assume you're having headaches. So... Yeah. Especially if they are that bad. Yeah, I'm I'm victim blaming this kid for having cancer. <laughs> Get over it. And for cuz he he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been having like severe headaches for months." Yeah. Um, what? What are you And you're having? supposed to be a genius? Yeah. He was probably just like, "My brain's too big, that's why." <laughs> I'm too smart. He's like, "It's just the burden of being the greatest." Little <laughs> dick. But anyway, so Here's my other one star comes into the movie. People Magazine, Sexiest Man Alive, every year, according to Quinn, Lee Pace plays the doctor who's, like, taking care of Henry's tumor. Maybe not a very good doctor, who knows. But... We'll allow it. He was hot in scrubs, it's fine. He's zero for one (laughs) in this movie in terms of doctoring. (laughs) But... (laughs) But he's really good and looking. And then uh, Henry gets to be an asshole to the doctor one more time. Pre- pretentious, I guess. Yeah. Not really an asshole. Just he's like, listen, dying. Smart people. Smart people are cool with that. <laughs> and like, I understand that he knows a lot, but why would he know that much medical? Like, but still diagnoses? not like consider that he could have had it. You know? Yeah. Like, he knows everything about it, but he never once went, like, could apply to me. You're like, huh, I check off all of these symptoms <laughs> on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it happens. He, well, we're basically told, hey, we can't operate, like, you got a tumor in your brain and it's inoperable. And it ain't coming out. And then he dies. Here's another thing. No, 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 something happens before that, Gwen, that you're, spe- you're skipping over. What am I skipping over? the moment with Sarah oh yeah how could I forget I don't know I referenced it earlier for Christ's sake but um so Sarah Silverman comes in and he's like hey Hank which is funny because she calls him Hank to bug him which is funny because our frequent guest of the pod Molly has a dog named Henry and I always call Henry Hank to piss off Molly yeah Oh, no, yeah, it's a Book of Henry reference. Did you not realize? I literally have no idea. No, no, I just do it because I think it's funny. But, so it made me think, so watching this scene, I was interpreting it as like, oh, this is like me, how I address a dog. That's how I saw the relationship between oh, Henry so that, okay, and Sarah so, Silverman. So that's why I got really... That's extra problematic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even like he's like sad and he's like, I'm never going to kiss a girl. I mean, as awful as the scene is, that would have made it better. Or how about just have fucking Maddie Ziegler come visit him? 
and him complain to her that he's like, oh, I'm never going to have my first kiss. And she does it. That would make perfect sense. We didn't need it. Or if you really wanted this moment between Sarah Silverman and Henry of, like, oh, we only were picked on each other because we liked each other, and she could have just kissed him on, like, the forehead. Yeah. Like how you would kiss a child. Yeah. (laughs) Full on lips. Lips on lips. Zoom in. Close up. And, like, lingered a little bit. Little trail of saliva coming off when they pull apart. Disgusting. Okay, I'm over. Awful. I'm over exaggerating. To be yeah, fair. it wasn't that bad, but, but still, <laughs> it's just bizarre. It shouldn't have happened. And okay, I do not know how brain tumors work. How is it he goes from just slight headaches to full dead in a week? <laughs> that, that doesn't seem right to me. I don't. It, it's not. And also, why did he have a full... Well, I guess, like, when you're about to die, I guess you do weird things. But mm-hmm. why? I don't know why he had, like, a random panic attack that he had to look outside. I know. It's, like, at least basic screenwriting have a scene earlier where he talks about how much his, like, favorite thing to learn about is the sky or something. It's easy. It He's is like, I just want to look at it. I just want to look at it. Yeah. I don't know. It was so fucking weird. But also, my favorite thing about this scene this death scene is that so he starts freaking out in his hospital bed and he un does his iv he unplugs himself from everything mm-hmm. he is no longer attached to any machines oh is it still beeping and hold on and once he does that they start beeping a lot because now they don't have the the machines are like oh no one is hooked up to this mm-hmm. this is a problem nurse come here so they're like beeping like crazy which is what would happen and then he starts freaking out and he's near the window and his mom is holding him and then he dies and that's when the beeping stops <laughs> I didn't those, notice that that was those funny. machines were not like oh the energy changed oh he dead we don't need to <laughs> it's fine Hey, nurse, it's fine. You don't need to come in here. It's fine. Like, he's literally not connected to anything, yet those machines stopped beeping when when he died. That's funny. It doesn't make any sense, but... And this scene is a, also a good moment to talk about is Henry a Jesus metaphor? Because the where she, how she's holding him when he dies is... That is I, fully... Identical to this famous statue in the Vatican of Mary holding like a dying Jesus. Yeah. And then if you think about it, it's like, oh, he's like having the books. He wrote a book where there's like lessons to follow and his followers. But that also is the lesson is like Jesus is Jesus was wrong. Is that the moral of the story? (laughs) That's a great point. That is a great because the Jesus thing is there. It's there. It's there. Um. Yeah, I guess it's Jesus was a child and shouldn't be listened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, or is it like the story of what's his face? Who's like when God was like, "Kill your son," and the guy's like, "Let's go," and then God's like, 
Jeez, I was just seeing if you would do it. Don't actually. <laughs> is, is it more that? Maybe. I mean, it was like Jesus was testing his mom's morality. I don't know. It's <laughs> a little no. confusing. But he said <clears throat> no, and the movie picks up because one, he's not there anymore, and so he's not fucking annoying. And then two, everyone starts making insane decisions. <laughs> everyone loses all common sense. It is out the window. Speaking of, so Naomi Watts' character is clearly, like, she just had to bury a child. Obviously, she's not okay. Mm-hmm. And she's banging at work at the diner, and a customer, and she's, like, not, she's not doing great. Um, she cooked Jacob Tremblay bre- uh, bre- duh, dessert for breakfast. Obviously, like, she's unwell. She's, how could she? It's not like half of breakfast food is dessert. <laughs> Anyway. Because <laughs> it's just been pancakes. <laughs> um, and so she's at the diner and the customer asks her, is this regular or diet? And Naomi Watts just picks it up and drinks it and is like, diet or whatever. But like, um, how did you expect her to know it by just looking at I it? I know, she wasn't the one that served you. <laughs> she just and walked like, in. Like, yeah, that was ridiculous thing for her to do. But also, like, what did you? Ex- how did you expect her to know what it was? By just like looking at it. I'm glad we have the same exact thoughts about these things. Because I also <laughs> was like, how would she know otherwise? Uh, yeah, like, don't ask that. <laughs> Any normal person would be like, oh, I asked for regular, but you gave me diet. Be like, oh, okay, be right back. Yeah. Like. <laughs> stupid like you could have her be she's like i want to diet and this is regular have her chug it and then fill up the glass like right in front of her you get the same impact but at least it makes sense or even if the the customer was like i think this is diet but i i think this is regular but i asked for diet Mm -hmm. and then she does it but just being like is this regular or diet no customer would say that. basically asking a random woman (laughs) Just, what's in this class that you've never <laughs> seen before? What? And that's when Bobby's like, look, you gotta go. He's like, also, I have a check. I know you have money. <laughs> also, you're, you, for some reason, Henry sent me your money. So here it is. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but then. Yeah, he, he basically was like, he basically sent a two week notice for his mom to her boss. <laughs> without her knowing but then lee pace comes over for a home visit and you're like hell yeah and for what reason i don't care but i got to see lee he's horny for naomi watts and honestly let him be he's fine that's fine with me in my head canon it's not in the movie but in my head canon he did fuck naomi watts right then and there they said jacob (laughs) get in the bathroom start naming capitals (laughs) we got stuff to do She's like, I'm not playing video games anymore. <laughs> Henry, you got your wish. I, honestly, though, if young Sheldon hooked me up with Lee Pace, I'd kill for him. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. Are you kidding me? It's like, who do you want God if I get that man? <laughs> I will do your dirty work for you. I would 100%. Does that make, is that a creepy thing to say? Maybe. 
<laughs> you think about it too hard. Yeah, it is. But guess what? We're not thinking about it too hard. Nope. So then, um, when Henry was dying, or when Henry was doing his investigation, he was, like, writing his plans in a notebook, whatever. And then when Henry realizes he's not making it out of this one, he tells Peter to for his, like, to give his mom the book. And then finally he, like, gives her the book. I don't know why he waits so long. He, like, at least waits a few weeks for some reason. I don't know. But then, um, um it's like, why we must kill Glenn Sickleman. Yeah, and then she's like, I think he wants us to kill Glenn. Um, I think that's pretty fucking clear, Naomi. <laughs> Just fucking read it. And, like, she's about to call the police, and then it's like, why calling the police won't work and it's like yeah well you were a child calling the police and she's an adult it's a little different yeah it's just a tad different i know um i do have a lot of questions about the book and the subsequent voice recording when it's when did he do it when did he do it and two it just that trope makes me so mad when someone's like i'm so smart i know what you're gonna say so yeah. I'll be re- like responding to it in this pre-recorded thing. Ah, oh, it drives me crazy bananas. And so I I guess we have to assume that he recorded it in the hospital, the voice. Yeah, but like <laughs> where would you, did she just leave him alone in the hospital? Well, as he Doesn't was dying seem like her. for like well, she had to go play video games. Wait, no. She found the tape with in the basement or something that she did. Oh, wait, no, he snuck out. They have a flashback where he, like, snuck out of the hospital. I don't know how, but they show they show him in the house, at like, making the tapes and stuff. Oh, I don't remember that at all. They do. And it's kind of like he's like, here's my 13 reasons why, not why I'm going to kill myself, but you should kill somebody. <laughs> Because I was gonna be like, how did he know he wasn't gonna make it that he wrote this whole fucking book? But I guess that I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so I I think he did it all in one night. I guess is my only guess. And yeah, that's just it was so annoying. Like, oh yeah, he knows, and also he couldn't have done it in one night because he did the voice recordings in real time. They had to have been press play, and she's like, okay, it's 45 minutes, and he had to talk her through the entire 45 minutes. I know. And knew when she was going to hesitate. It's so annoying. Awful. Um, and there's also a recurring bit where Jacob Tremley tries to do the same kind of experiments that Henry does, but... He can't do them because he broke the waffle iron or something like that. Yeah, I think so. And he's being like, waffle irons are tricky. Um, And I do relate to that because when I was younger, I did melt our toaster. So I get it. (laughs) I get it, Jacob. (laughs) Like, I relate to you, my king. (laughs) There was nothing wrong with that bit. So Um, this part of the movie is pretty, like, simple. Like, she's just, like doing everything he says she goes to the gun store gets like this really expensive gun like this high-tech sniper rifle practices with it um does like what forges his signature so that like she can adopt christina 
who is the little girl's name. I don't think we've said it before. Um, once mm-hmm. he's dead and does like all these little prepares and stuff. And like it all hinges around the talent show. <laughs> Which is funny to me for some reason. Like, because that's like, that's like almost a good move, moment where he's like still a kid and he's like, what's the most important thing I can imagine? The school talent show. Yeah. And also like, well, it is a good alibi. Like, she would supposed to be at the talent show. And also, so Christina doesn't have to see her stepdad get murdered. Yeah. Which I guess she'd be like, oh, whatever. That's, I'm sure Christina would have just sat there and be quiet if you just walked in with a knife. Because <laughs> she said one line, so I think she'd just be fine. <laughs> That's also funny. She does not talk in this movie. We, did, we haven't brought that up. She is not a character at all. The only thing she said was stepfather. <laughs> I can't tell you another line she said. Yeah. Um, they have a handshake at one point. That's all I got. Mm-mm. Like, even, even she's like, never is like, I don't even think you see her when she finds out her dad is dead. She's like not upset. She's just no, we don't, even, we don't even get that moment. <laughs> when she's adopted, she's just like walking next to Jacob Tremblay. It's not like she's having a happy moment. No, but... <laughs> she's like, okay, this is my life now. Yeah. There's also a part that this is so stupid, but in the voice recording, he's like telling her to be quiet and whatever. And he goes, you're a ghost. And she whispers like you. (laughs) And I was like, come on. It's (laughs) It's the best line in the movie. It's so good. And I also want to talk about a sequence of lines. That's like not even, we can talk about that one for a second. That's like not even being in mourning, though. That's like that's like the joke that like um, someone whose like parent has de- been dead for twelve years makes as like yeah. their like coping mechanism once they finally like got over the grief. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense for her. She's so stupid. I know it's so funny. I was cackling. There was an exchange of dialogue that I wrote down word for word because at the moment I was like, the fuck does any of this mean? At the end, it kind of makes sense with with her like thought process. So in a movie context, it makes sense. But as things to say to one another, not even a little bit. What is it? So I mean, I can... Jacob Tremblay... They go to, like, the talent show, and it's also an art show for some reason. And he goes up to, like, a portrait and draws a mustache on one of the the pictures. And she was like, what? Stop it. What are you doing? And he goes, well, Henry would have thought it was funny. <laughs> and then she says, Henry was 11. Okay. We're not even at the end of the exchange, and already, that's not a, prop- a proper response to that. Or, how about this? That's a perfect refutal for what you're about to fucking do <laughs> and I listen think to the words you're saying that's why it like makes sense in the movie i get because in the next line is then jacob goes he was a genius okay and then naomi responds with but he wasn't a parent well here's the <laughs> so we have henry would have thought it was funny henry was 11 he was a genius but he wasn't a parent that's the exchange That's of dialogue insane. that happens. That's so wild. I literally had to rewind it again because I was like, 
is what is happening? Did I miss a line like in between that connects these thoughts? Because <laughs> like, okay, he drew on it because he's acting out because his older brother died. Henry would have thought it was funny. Or here's That's the thing: fine. why would he have? When has he defaced anything before? Absolutely not. He would not. Have. <laughs> he would have. Been, then, you're like, being immature. You're, you're being like dodgeball kid right now. And I think her Henry was eleven. Line is supposed to be like. He was immature. And like he was a child. But you're talking to your six year old child. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make any unless she was like he was eleven. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense for her to say that in the context of this scene. <laughs> and then he was a genius. So that was clearly a rebuttal to her being like he was immature and young. And then she goes, but he wasn't a parent. That one doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I don't know. And just this whole exchange Dumb. And then the dodgeball kid does a rap. Wait, hold on. But then Lee Pace shows up at the talent show. And he's like... Danny Lee Pace. Jacob invited me. Well, okay, so I assume Jacob knows that Naomi Watts is about to commit a murder, right? Who? Like, Jacob Tremblay knows Naomi's about to kill the guy. I don't think so. But did he not read the book? I think as soon as he read Let's Kill Glenn, he was like, oh, I should give this to my mom. (laughs) Okay, so, but, oh. I don't think he knew the plan. But even then, so, Lee Pei shows up at the gala. And this throws such a wrench in the plan that I don't understand. Because with him there, would he not notice, what, is he, was he not sitting with them? Why would he not notice her just being gone for the entire thing? He wasn't. So he just sat in the back by himself. What? And that's also... What I hate about movies that do any kind of, like, school performance like this. Because they always have the auditorium fucking packed. That talent show for 10-year-olds is not packing in. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No, but he was, he was sitting in the middle of the auditorium packed around strangers fully. I want to tell... This is my favorite, like, actual good joke from the movie. Was when the the one kid at the talent show goes like very solemnly, very seriously goes, "This is for my sister," and then he starts burping the alphabet. That made me laugh like unironically. I was laughing with the movie for once. I thought it was really good. I, I just wrote like, down. I was imagine. I was imagining that like. I imagine a whole backstory for this kid, like, his sister died at the same time Henry did, but everyone was giving attention to the Wonder Kid, and so he's like, finally. I could give my sister a moment she deserves <laughs> by burping the alphabet. And then the fucking Jacob Tremblay still shows up. Stole and, a show. I know. So it, it was really sad headcanon for me, but it made me laugh. I was going to say their last name, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah, me neither. So yeah, like, he, he didn't even sit with Naomi. And he was sitting in the middle of the auditorium and literally... Because these movies always like to do that, there's literally people all around him. But none of them were the the people he came with. <laughs> I know. It's weird. But so she bolts out, and she's like, murder time. And I'm like, how did these kids get in this talent show? Like, didn't you have to audition? They all sucked. <laughs> Ours we had to audition, and they didn't, uh, I didn't get let in. Well, here's, I mean, it's not like I had a good talent, though. It was me and my, like, second grade best friend, and we we were like, we want to do the talent show. 
And we were like, well, okay, what talent should we do? And we decided that we would just figure it out on stage during the audition <laughs> as to what we do. We didn't have any plan whatsoever. <laughs> so what we, was just, it? we just go, I don't even, we went up there. We were about to do it. And then he starts sobbing. <laughs> so we never did anything and we didn't care. <laughs> you made it into the show? No, no, it was the audition, but we like didn't have anything oh. planned. And he just since we didn't have anything planned or anything, he just starts sobbing right before we started. Whatever we were doing, we didn't even have a plan. And so we just didn't audition. Oh my god. I think that's so funny. I did the fourth grade talent show. Ooh, what was your talent? It was me and a group of people, and we wrote, which is kind of funny for the trajectory of my life to follow that, but we um, wrote a game show sketch. Oh, that's fun. You love a good game show sketch. And I I don't remember anything about how it went, if people laughed, got nothing. I have no memory of any of that. But that's still like a fun little circle moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, my question is, they are speed running through these talents because she isn't even, she just makes it to the house by the time, like, the last one's already going. Yeah. Like, and she barely makes it back for, I don't even think she makes it back she, for Jacob. No, she did not see anything of Jacob. She just walks in, there's snow going down, and she's like, good job! <laughs> but, um, um, so as she's, like, setting up, the plan is... With it's supposed to be like this meticulous plan, but it really hinges on this guy willing to walk deep into the woods based off a ringtone. Yeah, which that's about it. Personally, I would not do. I'd be like, okay, there's a phone out there. I'm not. I'll get it in the morning. <laughs> or never. <laughs> yeah, because it's not my phone. My phone's here. <laughs> um, I just really like that Henry was like, "Hey, mom, can you kill this guy for me?" A mother's love knows no bounds. Yeah. Again, maybe this this is a good horror movie setup. Maybe, like a a kid, a dying kid, like one. It's like a slasher, and it turns out like what it is is a kid died and is or is dying, and his mother is like acting out all of his like final wishes of like who he wants dead. That'd be a fun Isn't little that, watch. Like, Friday the Thirteenth. It kind of is, but she's like getting revenge for his death. This is more like the kid is like in my in my vision it's like the kid is like instructing her what to do and she's like so upset about him dying she's doing it Hmm. but he's not dead yet he's still like a character in the movie i think it'd be a fun little watch like like a nice little 80 minute slasher anyway that's that's my fixing of the movie just make it friday the the point (laughs) yeah we don't have to do that now you just did it (laughs) so she's she's like in the treehouse with the gun which is like why is part of your plan also to like shoot from your own property that's a bad idea that's traceable and someone like yeah because <laughs> the trajectory of the bullet it's very clear that it's coming from this weird tree house but she Anyways. like acts, he has like all these rube goldberg machines that we skipped over but she like yeah. accidentally sets one off and like the climax of it is like it just reveals some photos of him as a baby <laughs> <laughs> that's like the whole machine's purpose 
Like, why would he make that? Absolutely not. But, uh, like, she sees him as a baby and, like, finally gets the realization is, like, I'm listening to an 11-year-old instructing me to commit a murder. And she was bound to do it. And she w- she literally would have done it had she not set off that Rube Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then she literally says out loud, no, you're just a child. Um, but lucky, then, luckily enough, meanwhile at the talent show, Maddie Ziegler is finally doing the reason she was in, cast in this movie in the first place. Is there's a like a, she does like her ballet or whatever. And I don't know. The last time I saw an abuse ballet, I also called child services immediately. <laughs> Jan- I like how she. That principal was like, "This girl is unwell. Like she's, <laughs> she's just doing, doing ballet, a normal dance." And Janice is watching this, and she's like, "She is being abused," and immediately calls the police. I gotta call somebody. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, it's so dumb. How is that like what does it for her? Just like a dance that almost guaranteedly, at least in the kid's mind, has nothing to do with that. <laughs> She's just doing her dance at, like, her little studio that she learned or whatever. Yeah, absolutely not. But so, but so, at the, so at the same time, he, even though she doesn't kill him, he, like, finds out that they're coming for him. So he kills himself. So it's like, it all worked out in this the was that anyway. Naomi Watts also confronted him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But I also think it's funny how Henry's, like, part of Henry's plan is, like, why calling child services will never work. And it's like, well... It did work. When an adult called them, it did work. That's kind of funny how that works out. <laughs> or, like, she could have... It's different from Henry, but if she went to the principal was like, hey, this is happening to her, they could have done something. Yeah. Um, And I do, like, at that point where uh, Jacob Tremley's performing and even Lee Pace is looking around like, where is, where is this bitch? <laughs> I know. Which... Uh, so imagine you're in this audience. You just know this kid's brother's died. And this little kid comes out and goes, I'm going to make my brother appear. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. This is going to be bad. Oh, God. This is not going to go well at all. Because <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> this kid's brother is still going to be dead. And then, all of a sudden, when he says his dead brother, you know this brother's dead. And then when he, like, completes the trick, all of a sudden a white powder is falling on you. Would you not think, am I being coated in child ashes right now? (laughs) (laughs) Would that thought not run through your head? It would probably be a horrifying thought. Like, what is this? (laughs) Because it's, like, in relation to that, like, stupid, like, mountain climbing skit he did earlier but nobody saw that except for Jacob Tremblay so everyone's like what the hell does this mean it meant and even the audience is like that meant nothing and they give him a standing ovation I guess maybe like yeah he's the kid with the dead brother <laughs> you you can pretend that you enjoyed it <laughs> and that's when Naomi Watts comes in and was like I was here the whole time bitch no you were not and hugs him. That's it. And then she burns yeah. the, the titular book of Henry. Which, like, good. 
You committed several crimes. <laughs> um, and it's like he couldn't have just recorded a nice one for him, for his his mom to keep that wasn't you know like evidence. I know, like she doesn't even get to keep the recording of the voices. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's funny. <laughs> Also, one of my last notes is "Daddy, sorry," and related to lead bass. Yeah, because well, uh, unfortunately for him, he's got two kids now. Naomi is one of them. Well, no, because she adopts Maddie Ziegler. Oh yeah. Uh, well, but then I was gonna say, wait, actually, one of those kids is Jacob Tremblay, so you're coming out pretty sick deal on that you're one. You're fine. Yeah. You got Jacob Tremblay and a girl mm-hmm. that doesn't talk. I feel like it's he's it's manageable. <laughs> And then that's the end, right? Is and does anything else happen right at the end? I don't remember. Oh, she she's also like a children. She wants to be a children's book author, but like isn't doing wasn't doing that because she was waitressing, even though she never needed a waitress at the point. But then Excuse she me. like changes her mind and like writes a children's book, which oh that's another moment we that made me laugh we forgot to talk about is when she reads her like the book she's been working on to the kids and henry's like it's kind of (laughs) bad i also hated the song she sang them oh it was awful i need to switch that in my ear and that's the book of henry so finally let's quickly go through our segment you want to give it um, uh, tried to mix it up. It went bad. <laughs> um, drinking game. Drinking game. Absolutely drink to this one. This would be fun to watch with a group of people. I Just like so getting too. drunk. I would. I think that would be a good time. I think you need to. When he dies, I think go and shotgun a beer. Oh, everyone needs to celebrate. I say shotgun a beer, take a shot, get a ski shot, you know, ice luge, go crazy, hit pause, throw a rager, and come back. (laughs) Come back to the movie. (laughs) Um, Um, Absolutely take a tall drink of water anytime Lee Pace is on screen. You're like, ah, refreshing. (laughs) Um... Did you know he's six five? Really? Mm-hmm. I love Lots that. to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything that happens. Drink every time you think to yourself, you're killing a man because a child told you to. <laughs> <laughs> I also think you should take a sip every time. Like, there's a weird callback to something specific that is ultimately inconsequential to the actual movie yeah that's a good critique like it doesn't set up points that need to be set up and the points that it does set up are like used in such strange ways later on that it's like what's going on here i like honestly don't because it's really there's like not enough like repeated moments where it's like good to make a drinking game you know right it's like because this is a ride; it, it goes places you don't do not expect it to go. And, so, and I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So that might have to be it. Yeah. 
Just drink. drink just drink the whole time. Oh, you definitely do a shot for the child's kiss. <laughs> and I, I like drink every time Maddie Ziegler's character is in a scene and doesn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. Transition, please. Ooh, ooh great. <laughs> <laughs> The great was part of it. <laughs> um, you already fixed the movie. We don't have to do that one again. Yeah. Make it a horror movie. Where Henry is just like a slaughtering psychopath. It wouldn't be that much of a stretch. <laughs> what else do we do besides our awards? Um, I think that's it, right? I'm sure I'll remember later. <laughs> Yeah, we have, let's do the awards. Why have we never considered, you know, writing them down? I Who did. Knows? I think it's over there. <laughs> Actually, should I go look? We go look, see, because we probably are. So there's one we've been forgetting to do for quite a while now. Who hit me with it? What is it? Who left their, this movie with their dignity intact? Ah, <gasps> oh, we did. Obviously, J Trems. J Trems. Dare I say? I really don't think anyone actually did with it not intact. The Here, the director sure didn't. The director um, didn't. <laughs> I think everyone else is fine. Yeah, everyone else is cool, because half of them are kids, and you really can't like be like, this kid should have picked a better movie. Lee Pace, yeah. Lee Pace, obviously love him to death. Man can't pick a movie for his life. His filmography <laughs> is awful sometimes and it really hurts as being the love of his life that he doesn't yeah. know about yet but this he needs some help sometimes and then naomi watts you know she's got the catalog where she could do a shitty little movie and be fine yeah um i'm gonna combine two other ones in this portion of the segment <laughs> or the, whatever um say something nice um I think I've talked at length about how hot Lee Pace is. Is that <laughs> not something nice? Should I continue? <laughs> you can. <laughs> um, it is nice to see Jacob Tremblay. Just, that, just acting. That's nice. It Love is. him. Uh, he's great. I've read um, a lot of things. I think there is an idea deep in the core of this movie about like yeah. a a kid who like got super smart but like didn't is missing like social skills something about like and like wants to like do something bad that he thinks is right yeah there's, he's, some, like, there's something him, there he convinced himself that even if it's like a, a slasher like you said but it's like people who he thinks um like deserve it like, they've done something in his mind to convince himself that they're bad. There, somewhere just... deep in here, there's an idea for a good movie. It yeah. just would take a lot to get out. And, we and it's not did... like... Go ahead. I, I, it's not like a different, a different director or like a different writer, like with better dialogue, different actors. This movie's kind of unsavable because it's just like the core idea of like having a mom trying to execute or murder her son wanted to is bad. It's a bad idea. It needs fully It's written. never going to work. Yeah, it needs extensive change. But there's, like, something at the core 
that like could work but i can't even like imagine just in a conversation how to fix it fully oh we both said things that we thought were genuinely funny in the movie yeah because there's a well that be they're few and far between but they're there well my question is are those on purpose or were those things that we just found funny on our own yeah um and who is this for um, I literally could not tell you. I have no idea. This type of movie, even though it was it was released in 2017, which is still like we're still in that era of cinema. This type of movie has not been made since like it was written in 1990. This like kind of adult, um, kid movie drama drama about like still like about kids. I think the last one I can think of that's similar is like this movie called Pay It Forward, and that was like in the 90s. The movie Billions. I don't know that movie. Or Millions? I don't know. My dad made us see it when we were younger, and he liked it, and I hated it. Me and Tyler <laughs> were like, this is awful. Yeah, but, like, they, they, this kind of movie is not made anymore because there's no audience for it. They even adjusted the release date because it was going to com- compete with other, like, films targeted for adults, that they switched it. Yeah. So this movie is targeted for an older audience. It very much is, but, like, this but is not why? the kind of movie people see, so yeah. I don't understand. It, it, it was definitely, that part of the concept definitely goes back to the fact it was written 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Not 30, 25. You get the point. <laughs> All right, so that's that. It almost <laughs> doesn't feel that. like a real movie. Like it if doesn't. I told you about this movie, you'd be like, "That doesn't exist." <laughs> it feels like it feels like a movie they would go to see in a different movie. One hundred percent. This is like in Tropic Thunder, like Simple Jack. This could just easily yeah. be another one of those jokes. <clears throat> Absolutely. Hit me with the transition. Ooh, woo, 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 woo. Okay. I'm going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so these are our awards. Mm-hmm. First off, we'll go with the Joey King Award for Disexcellence in Acting. Um, I'm going to give it... It's like either don't give it out at all. Because even though, like, Henry's fucking annoying, it's not the actor's fault. It's just yeah, how he's written. Yeah. It's just the script. The closest you could do is give it to Maddie Ziegler, but, like, it's more in the sense that she's not given any acting to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards just not. Because, yeah, like, there's no one that's really, like... It's not the actor's fault. Yeah. For it being bad. Mm-hmm. So can the Joey King Award go to the writer? <laughs> just excellence in writing sure because <clears throat> you are really the main problem we also have the Dr. Ammo award for choices choices no one else would make also... and again I'm not sure I don't think anyone is really doing anything interesting here actually you know what I do have someone to give it to Okay. The the dodgeball kid for playing an eleven year old like a six year old. You're right. It's a brilliant right. choice. <laughs> Nobody else would do that. <laughs> he deserves it. He deserves it. So no one for Doctor Mom. Okay. So the ass at ugh. 
the Alex Moffat Award for uh, uh, missed potential? That's not what I'm looking for. Wasted. Wasted (laughs) potential. The Alex Moffat Award for Wasted Potential. Lot of nominees here. Genuinely, I want to give it to everybody. The whole cast. (laughs) Except Maggie Ziegler. She's not worthy. I don't think she's a good actor. She's not wasted. (laughs) Yeah, that one's fine. But I think I agree. Jacob, the main character. Naomi. Uh, Naomi. Lee Sarah Pace, Silverman. obviously. Sarah Silverman. Bobby Dean Boyan. Norris, the guy that played the stepdad. He's like a good actor, too. I don't even know who. I didn't know who he was, but I believe it. Yeah. Bobby Moynihan, definitely. Everyone is much better than this movie. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you on that. Okay. Maybe the most wasted Bobby Moynihan, because, like, there's really no reason he was even playing that role. It doesn't it make sense. It literally could have been an extra. Yeah, it could have just been some guy you found on the street. It would have been the same. So that was... I don't think we've ever agreed that easily on any of those awards before. Yeah, that was nice. Because it's like the acting isn't really the flaws here. No, it's not. And th- those are really focused on acting. we're going we're trying to go too different with our transitions i think yeah it's it's kind of lost the plot a little bit (laughs) um the good the bad the movie where we recommend a movie that is similar um that's both good and bad two movies that are similar one one that's good one that's bad so i my i have my good movie um, it also stars Jaden Martell as a fucked up little shit. <laughs> so I think it's a good connection through that. It was called The Lodge, and you'd hate it, Lauren. Love to hear it. <laughs> it's um, it's very. Uh, what's like a movie that I can compare it to? Oh, there's really nothing. It's like a very like just disturbing psychological horror movie about um two kids one of them jade martell who go up to this like cabin in the woods with their new stepmom to get to know her and then they like get snowed in and then things get like weird and that's all i'll say about it it's um if henry was more of a sociopath and if like jacob Tremblay's character was never born and henry never had anyone to care about this is what who he would have become <laughs> okay I fully understand that. <laughs> do you have um, your good or should I do my bad? I have my good. Soul connection is Jacob Tremblay. Good boys? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's cute. It's funny. And it's Jacob Tremblay. One more, one more can you ask? I would never ask for more. Yeah, it's great. That was I have it. my bad also about a fucked up child who's fucking annoying. I may have said this for our bad movie before. I don't know. But probably because it stars Joey King. And it is called The Lie. Have I talked about this one before? I I don't know. Well, it's about... I'll read the description. Because I don't really remember it. Because it's bad. A father and daughter are on their way to a dance camp when they spot the girl's best friend on the side of the road. When they stop to offer the friend a ride, their good intentions soon result in terrible consequences. And yeah, it stars Joey King. It's bad. 
And um, as like a fucked up know-it-all kid who thinks they're all that, but it ain't shit, and you want dead. <laughs> also, both horror movies I recommended for the book of Henry. I feel like there's a reason for that. <laughs> I'm struggling for my bad because everything when you look up like this is a thriller, and that it's. I guess this is technically a thriller. It is not a thriller. But it just isn't. There's no thrill at all. I'm going to go with the snowman. A masterpiece. Because there are children in it that grow up to be a little maniacs. <laughs> I guess. Right? You nailed it. Um, I'm sold. I'm watching that immediately after hearing your description. <laughs> um, it's a, a bad... It's a th- thriller. Kind of. Um, where there's um, weird... Another weird connection where it's like an older... Not older script. But weird things with the script, I yeah. would say. Weird things going on. Um, but they're both awful and great. Great description. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> I, like, don't have. know. I don't... I didn't understand the plot of The Snowman enough to be able to reiterate any of it. <laughs> Completely valid. <laughs> um, well, if you like that, aside from my recommendation for the snowman, um, you can follow us on Twitter at One Star Movies. I'm at Molloturnup. He's at Leather Velma. And next time, we'll see you. Okay, bye. <laughs> I didn't even interrupt you on that. That was just me saying bye after you said bye. It was very clear that I had nothing to say. <laughs> what a what a weird ending to this episode. Perfect.